Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to the Movers Mindset Podcast, where I talk with movement enthusiasts to learn who they are, what they do, and why they do it. My guest today is Yane Larilla. I hope I pronounced that reasonably close. Welcome, Jax. How are you this afternoon? Yeah, thank you. You pronounced it pretty well. Uh, I'm, I'm doing fine. Just a regular summer day in Finland. Mm. Yeah, I were just past. I, I like missed the solstice. I wasn't paying attention, and then I saw a blog post where somebody's like, "Oh, is this all?" I'm like, "Oh, right." I completely spaced out on that. Been too busy. Busy in a good way. We were talking before I pressed record. Uh, we were talking a little bit about change, um, and that of course leads to adaptation. And then um, I'm always interested in people's. Um, places where they where like a major change has happened it doesn't have to be like the biggest change in your life but i'm always interested in how people's thinking changes around particular points in time and you were telling me a little bit about how you feel like we always need to be changing and i had sort of asked you well which which is the driver is movement driving change that you see in yourself or is change then driving movement or or maybe it's a little of both i'm making like a wavy mobius strip hand gesture that nobody can see yeah Um, (laughs) and i just wonder what your thoughts are on how long have you been aware of how important movement is in the process of change and and like was there a time where you can remember that the two were very different in your mind movement and change yeah well um i think that when i started doing parkour uh i think then the movement was a kind of like it was constant exploration uh well drived by curiosity and uh we were always trying to do new stuff learn new things and then i think the chains was a mostly coming from the fact that we wanted to improve. But as more time has uh, gone, I've started to feel that uh, the change isn't just like trying to improve, but more to adapt on how you can perform or uh, how how, how do you kind of like see a challenge or how do you process a challenge? How do you uh, go over an obstacle like well for for example the obstacle could be uh injury or like uh, a different kind of event in your life that makes you uh, kind of like lose something or add something to your life that changes mm. your ability to train or the overall like setting to train but like I'm, for example I'm like keep going i'm scribbling I'll, I'll anyway. <laughs> yeah like <laughs> For like uh, how much you can use time, for example, that that's pretty common factor that affects our training. And uh, uh, sometimes you have a lot of time, but no energy. And sometimes you have uh, no energy, but a lot of time. So th- those can be factors that uh, nice. uh, like force you to. That's a great train. point. Yeah, uh, I, I'm interested I, I interested isn't the right word i'm i like how you point out change <clears throat> for improvement and the, the other idea of change for um adaptability or or flexibility uh, not in the look i can touch my toes sense but flexibility for like there's a bunch of things yeah. i can do here um and i i don't think i realized in my personal movement journey 
I had the same, I did have the same transition, but I don't think I realized that at the time. Like I don't ever recall. I definitely can remember the days when I was trying to physically improve to try and keep up with the cool people that I was hanging out with. And now I definitely realize that my movement, if you want to even call it a practice, my movement is all about exploration and range and variability. And, um, there's a guy named Daniel Vitalis is a good podcast. And he talked about, talks about movement as nutrition. And I think in the beginning when I was moving and trying to improve, I don't think I was thinking about it that way. And somewhere along the way, I started to think about movement as maybe not nutrition per se, but I started to think about it like, what do I need to be doing today? And I think that dovetailed beautifully with your point about energy versus um, time. And I'm, I'm wondering what you do um, uh, this is also context people listening. If you don't know where Jax is in the world, Jax is in Finland. So we had a little discussion beforehand about like latitude, you know, like where like North South latitude on the planet. And we were talking about, uh, winter and winter can be difficult when it, you know, it's literally it's darker and there's less light and it's colder. And I'm wondering what things you do to, um, I would say for like self healing, like what do you do when you're starting to feel, um, maybe you're starting to feel hemmed in, like I don't have enough physical space or you're feeling hemmed in because it's dark and dreary. Uh, are there things that you go to that energize you or that maybe allow you to stretch physically or mentally stretch? Oh, I, I would like to say that I have some secret potion or something that <laughs> fix the, fixes the problem. But to be honest, uh, I'm currently in, in a place in my life that I have two two small children and uh congratulations yeah thank you i'm i'm studying and uh well i'm i'm also i'm, I'm a kind of a entrepreneur like person so i'm also involved in a lot of uh different different projects and i i'm still having so kind of like my own ideas that i would mm. like to make so <laughs> i think that my my problem is that I just do things until I'm like like I I, I run out of juice and then I sleep mm-hmm. and then I do that the same thing tomorrow and sometimes my days are good and I I'm all about smile and uh and the other days they're not that good and it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the darkness or anything but. Uh, for me, the the long dark period isn't as bad as the kind of like hangover you get when the darkness starts to shift away. And currently, there's like only light. Mm. It doesn't. The sun doesn't set. Set. Well, the sun doesn't go down here at all. So when that that shift starts, I feel more depressed because of the huge uh, amount of light that's coming now hmm. i'm not used to it so i think i i would say that it's a kind of like a darkness hangover <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting i had never thought of it that way um i've i've been nodding along the whole time you were talking people can't see that um i i don't want to say that i i mean it is true that i struggle but i don't want to make it sound like you know we're you and i are in this this is you know a holy honorable thing you know it, it would be nice if we didn't have to do this right but I, I find that I was going to say when I get out of my own way, like when I 
just realize that, yeah, all basically all of my problems are things that I have self-assigned. <laughs> like, <laughs> and yesterday it, it happens, I'm getting ready to travel about five hours to an event uh, and I'm leaving uh, tomorrow in the afternoon. So like 24 hours, right? And I'm ready to go. It's not a big deal. Um, and yesterday I got to the point where I had literally nothing that needed to be done. Like there, I mean, I had mowed the lawn. I have, my stuff is like laid out to be packed. I'm like completely ready to go. And I was fidgety. It was like, I, I'm, I'm almost addicted to having like, do this, do that, move forward, do the thing. And, and sometimes I feel like I really need to practice not moving. I mean, I, I do meditate and I'm, I'm okay in a room by myself in this quiet, but sometimes I really feel like I don't take enough time to just sit around and in Kurt Vonnegut's words, you know, sit around and think if this isn't nice, I don't know what is. Um, so I, I guess the question, the, the question in there begging to be asked is how do you balance your time? Um, do you feel like it, it's better if you create spaces, you know, like, um, what was the dog's name again? Alf, Alfred, Alfred, Alfred. Yeah. Alfred. Yeah. So do you find that like taking the dog for a walk is like your, you know, you can always come like, is that something you always come back from recharged? Um, or does even that turn into like a treadmill of like, got to walk the dog, got to do this, got to pick up the kids, got to go to my internship. Like where are the moments that you find that recharge you? (laughs) Um, my kids got way into Pokemon go like Mm -hmm. like recently. So pretty much every walk I take now is (laughs) it. Getting those pokey stops and, and gems, so to get a lot of items. So <laughs> I would say that all those like nice silent moments, I've lost them for mm. my phone. <laughs> yeah, but, but time's gonna fly by, right? Like I, I don't have children, but I've seen many, many people who've raised children, and it's like, yeah, the it's. I don't want to say it's. I'm gonna say it's difficult, but when they're in it they always talk about, wow, I remember when, and it's like, it just flies by for them. So I always think people's resilience always surprises me, like their ability to, to just like kind of relax into the chaos. And so I think it's, <laughs> it's interesting that uh, interesting in a good way, it's good that you're able to relax into the, Oh, we're, we're doing Pokemon. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm in, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of reminds me of like some crazy QM challenge. Oh, we're, we're doing that. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we're gonna walk a few kilometers just to catch a, yeah. a, a, a Pokemon <laughs> in the gym, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, it's walking, and you're you know like you're out moving with people that you love. So yeah, it's it's definitely a good mix of uh, using technology and uh, still going out, and it it could turn to an exercise. We could kind of like uh, we can sometimes end up in doing a sort of a exploration we go to woods or something to, to like kind of like see if there is some some different pokemons there so yeah it's sure yeah. but yeah to be honest uh my schedules they're they're like <laughs> how would i describe it they're they're chaos <laughs> yeah uh, and I, I mentioned earlier that i was diagnosed with adhd and uh, kind of like just uh, i after that i realized that my problems with schedules are that I'm good to make schedules, but I'm very bad at keeping at them. So, hmm. 
There's um, a lot of wisdom in being aware of that, though. <laughs> Until you realize that things are really rough. And then when you realize you're like, okay, I need to, yeah, maybe schedule less. Um, it's tough when you see opportunities. Like, um, I understand you have a new job or a new internship. Um, and when you see those opportunities, you're like, oh, this is this is something I should I should take hold of. So you don't want to miss out on that stuff either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I think, uh, it's kind of like the hardest part is that cause I like doing stuff and when I like doing stuff, I usually do my best. And, uh, most of the time I'm happy with the results, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> as, as in every, everyone's life, uh, there is kind of like these, these points where you kind of like, might end up finding yourself in a position that you're just you just have too much on your plate and i think that for me that happens quite quite uh frequently because of uh, the adhd because mm-hmm. uh well there's dis- distractions that postpone some something from uh like getting done in time but there's also that they that the enthusiasm that i'm just kind of like taking everything on my plate as well yeah, there's a, in, in some ways, uh, sometimes I make the joke, um, so, so back in the day, they used to just call it ADD, attention deficit disorder. Um, and I used to make the joke, oh yeah, I converted my ADD into art de placement, <laughs> which is like my way of thumbing my nose at everybody like, no, screw you. I'm going to go run, you know, I'm going to go run, I'm going to do QM. Um, and it took me a long time to realize, and, and now I'm thinking back to, oh, the, you like your point about, uh, moving and change to improve versus change to, for more flexibility. That was something I really, um, it became a fault of mine that I was always like, I tend to be the biggest, slowest, oldest person whenever there's anything going on. I'm okay with that. But I sort of became the person who was always the first one off the line, you know, like, Oh, we're gonna do the thing. All right, let's go. You know, like we, we had a little parkour gathering with, with some Yamak that was at my local city. And at the very end of the day, I just thought it would be cool to reverse QM up the stairs in front of this big museum. That's well known. And I, and without really paying attention to like, yeah, it doesn't need to be about me. I started doing it and I just was insane and wanted to try and kill myself on these stairs. But everybody else saw it as like, oh, well, now we got to do it too. And the people who were running a little jam, they were like, we were done. Like it was time to quit. But Craig started up the stairs. So all of a sudden we all started the stairs, which would be fine if I was the person who could also finish the physical challenge. But <laughs> I, I used to always be the guy who would like charge out in front and then, you know, like be slow. <laughs> so so I, I try to balance like when do I feel like the need to move is really deep? Like, yeah, no, I need, you know, like in the morning, you got to stretch. Like that's, you, you can't not stretch. I try to sort out when my need to move is really deep seated and when it's actually my uh, petulant, if you know the word, like my petulant mind being the little kid. No, I want to be in front. I want to be out there. And that took me a long time to get that sorted out. And now I know when to just be like, yeah, that's cool, but I'm going to go sit down over here, you know, and relax. And I think there's a lot of wisdom, you know, that in what you were saying about knowing what your strengths are and knowing like, this is a thing that I do to myself all the time. So yeah, where are we? Oh, 15 minutes. Time flies. 
what made you agree to talk to me, this crazy Craig person on a Wednesday afternoon? Mad props, by the way. You worked really hard to get scheduled, you and I, because um, you're super busy. But I'm like, no, we can make it work. We can make it work. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> thanks for waking up early. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I didn't wake up early. I've been up for, oh, two hours. Like this is this is maybe early for most Americans, but I'm, I'm usually up by 5.30 a.m. So it's only, we started at 7.30 a.m. my time. So this is, <clears throat> this is not early. I'm, I'm still drinking my coffee, but it's not early. But anyway, what made you say yes? Like what made you decide this would be a fun thing to punch a hole in your schedule for? Well, first of all, I thought it was a, it was an honor to have the invitation. So I, I kind of like feel, felt that I should make time for this. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm also always uh, interested in, in good conversations and, uh, because I've been listening to listening to your show previously, I know that the conversation they can take a very nice route. So, <laughs> oh, good. I thought you were going to say a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm making light, but 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 I appreciate you saying that. So yeah, keep going. Yeah, well, I was obviously I was uh, thrilled to have the invitation. So obviously, when I said yes and we started to look on the schedule. I tried to do my best to make it happen. Well, thank you. Yeah. There's so many, um, yeah. So conversation is my personal, that's like my personal mission is to create better conversation <clears throat> in the world to spread understanding and compassion. And this project is part of that. But as many hundreds of conversations that I've done, it never ceases to amaze me how, I don't want to say how cool people are because that should be patently obvious. But when you offer people a space where they can not have to like perform, you know, so there's a bunch of things you and I can talk about that people might, ex might have expected us to talk about. And I love to do that. I love to like get somebody on a conversation and say, well, what do you want to talk about today? Um, and that's really, for me, that's the interesting part because I don't want these conversations to be all about me because we do not need more Craig on the internet. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm rambling. Um, yeah, at uh, 18 minutes, and maybe I will just say, um, rather than force it, <laughs> so I'll just say a little, a little bit earlier than I normally would, but I'll just say, all right, uh, and of course, the final question is three words to describe your practice. Well, um, I, I wrote down curious compassionate and incomplete there's a uh, uh, obviously like you probably talk with every, anyone that there's a lot of uh, inter interpretation on these words but kind of like well curious curiosity that's kind of like well you need that to explore any movement and compassionate that that that's that's what i would like to kind of like explain a bit because uh you need to be compassionate to understand others but you have to be compassionate to yourself as well like uh my my like schedules and stuff like that uh i've i've been very hard on myself because i i wasn't making some deadlines or whatever uh i was very hard on myself uh, and uh then i just realized that that everybody makes mistakes uh, it's it's part of life and uh you just the the best you can do is that the mistakes you do that you kind of like try to control the mistakes that the mistakes happens on stuff that doesn't matter as much so that 
the most important stuff gets done and you don't do the mistakes there. And um, incomplete. We're all always incomplete. And, uh, I think we should think that we're incomplete so we can use that curiosity and com- compassion to improve. Nice. That was a lot more than three words, but <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's exactly what that question is meant to be for. Um, yeah, I, I'm just, I've, I don't think I've ever heard anybody use the word incomplete. And I love the way you're pointing at that word to create something which, um, drives you like, you know, like sucks you forward into that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to over-interpret your own words. Yeah. Terrific. The, 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 the compassionate and incomplete, they're like uh, mm. kind of like the two pieces of the puzzle. You're nice. incomplete. You have to be compassionate about your incomplete self and uh, mm. so on. So Terrific. All right. I'm so glad we got a chance to talk. Uh, at some point, um, we'll have to – I'm sure we'll run into each other somewhere. It's a small globe. All right, Jax, it was a distinct pleasure. Thank you for taking the time and having a chat with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was a very fun 20 minutes. <laughs>